Dominate your opponent, man. You will never take it up the same way. Lock in mentality. Stay locked in. This is everything that we work for all season long. All the sacrifices get made to each other. Don't let down. Close the series out. That's what we're here for, all right? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hoops and Cards. This is Gary. Yeah, we got the full-length theme song rocking this time. I was out of commission, out of town, not sick or anything, just had a, had a work week and uh, missed you guys. Didn't get around to doing the episodes I thought I was going to do. In fact, I've like recorded this one several times, and I just keep updating it. So here we are, the beginning of a new week in the NBA. How do we come out of last week? I mean, how do you... How do you top all the action with LeBron getting in a fight? What that? What's that about, LeBron? Or uh, is Kyrie or Ben Simmons or Marvin Bagley, are we ever going to see some of these guys play? Will we see the continued eruptions of Jason Tatum and Tyrese Maxey? And I guess Tyler Hero is still doing his thing. I just hope you as basketball card collectors and investors are hanging in there as I am too. Get ready for another great episode with you of Hoops and Cards. Shot clock off. Garland fires at the buzzer. Got it! Darius Garland, a long distance three to close out the first quarter. What is up, Hoops and Cards friends? This is Gary back after, yeah, I was. uh, I don't know if I'd call it a holiday or a vacation on a work trip to sweet home Alabama, which if you follow along, this it's not my home. It was uh, still good to be there. It was beautiful, great weather. Um, Yeah, and uh, it was was a time for me you know, I, it was funny. I went into the week thinking, oh yeah, I'll have no problem, uh, cranking out an episode or two of hoops and cards. And as you can tell, if you were looking at your podcast feed, that did not happen. Uh, we were super busy and, uh, like a lot of you, basketball cards is a hub hobby side hustle, a fun thing. It's not your full-time job. Maybe some of you it is, and that's I'd love to hear how that how it turned into that for you. But yeah, this was uh, a different week for me, and um, I'm excited to be back. I was tracking along with the NBA. Wow, so much happened too in the last eight or nine days. And actually, this is the ah, this is like the fourth time I have recorded something to put on this podcast. And here we are, Monday morning. I decided to just redo the whole thing, recap the week with you, talk about guys' performances in the NBA, lots of card thoughts I've been saving up. This doesn't mean it's going to be a four-hour episode. I'm going to try to spread things out and pace myself as we, here in the U.S., we head towards Thanksgiving on Thursday, uh, Ohio State versus Michigan, big game here on Saturday, and a card show. So, yeah, there's all kinds of good things going on. I, as far as I can tell, I'm over the bronchitis, so not going to be coughing and you know, choking and chortling very much today. And that, that will be a relief for all of us. What I, what I do want to say is, yeah, we've had some, we've had some intense moments, some, some crazy things happen. I mean, I would start with the Lakers game against Detroit last night where 
Isaiah Stewart, LeBron James. That that was wow. I you know I'm not sure I'd even call it a fight, but it was an almost fight. And LeBron, whether he intended to or not, closed fist, swinging back uh, at the foul line and hitting Isaiah Stewart in the face. Obviously, that did not <laughs> that did not end well. Uh, lots of blood on Stewart's face, and if you haven't seen the highlights. I would encourage you to watch them. Just Google or YouTube search Isaiah Stewart fight or LeBron fight. It'll it'll show up there. And uh, it's, it's, yeah, the Lakers took it as a wake-up call to their team. After that moment, Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis just both played like MVP candidates. The Hall of Famers that they are. And uh, there's some other highlights if you want to see them. Anthony Davis block five blocks in the game, two blocks on Cade Cunningham. That was awesome. Uh, Russell Westbrook having some incredible dunks and leadership down the stretch. The Lakers came back and won that game. So that'll be one of those games, those moments that, that I think at least we'll remember. Oh yeah, that happened in November. We're in the midst of a five or six month NBA season. And here I am with you in November, looking at the cards that I spent a lot of money and buying season on. And now I'm like, some of those I'm really glad I did. Thank you, Tyrese Maxey. Thank you, Darius Garland. Thank you, Ja Morant. I can list guys that I'm saying, hey, they're they're playing great. Their values look good. Some are going up. I wish I had bought more Miles Bridges, but don't we all? And there's other guys that I bought and I'm like, well, when I buy this card, I say this frequently and I still stand by it. When you buy a card, Try to invest in cards that, hey, maybe you could flip in the short term a few weeks or a month or two and make some money. But it, but if you're not able to, like if the card value stays the same or goes down, that you'd be willing to hold on for a while because that player or that card product you got is, uh, you know, something that, that long term is going to be a good investment, a great player. And for me, Luka Doncic... Nikola Jokic, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell even, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. There's a lot of players like that uh, where I believe in them long-term, but right now it is hard to watch what their card values are doing. And my card ladder pro, guys, I, I am grateful for that as a resource. I've mentioned it to you. I'm using it more often. I'll put a link in uh, this show notes for today because I think card ladder is worth checking out. You get a seven-day free trial. And well, for me, it's I'm tracking with my cards that are, you know, I would say $50 and up that I either they've already got in their database already and I can see them there or I can enter the the cards that, that I want to add to their list. So I like it, but I don't like the way my overall cards are trending. Like unless you are Darius Garland or Tyrese Maxey or Cole Anthony... Right now, I don't see a lot in my what's a portfolio. I don't see a lot of that going up. And some people would say, well, when is it going to go up? You know what? Christmas time when people may have, might have more money or be buying gifts or next year when they get a raise in their job or have, have more money to spend and the NBA has, has the you know, full focus of everybody. Because right now, the NFL is still obviously big, college football. People spending money going to games and things, and certainly soccer with the uh, World Cup qualifiers and all of that happening. 
So basketball cards right now, I guess November, you know, unless that player was underrated and is performing like awesome, unless that's the case, or unless it's a numbered card, you know, or a graded card that that you're like, wow, this is a... But base rookies or graded rookies, uh, regular, even the superstars, not doing so well. Even the LeBron James and Giannis, players that, man, they're going to have awesome long-term value. But right now, it's like the NBA season card-wise has not restarted for them, has not reloaded. And so I'm looking at a lot of things going, huh, I just... You know, and the other thing that I'm dealing with is I I spent a significant amount during buying season, so all of my money that I I would have in my cards, you know, investing or collecting, all of that's right now it's in in cards. I, I don't have a lot of extra to spend. So if you hear if you hear me this weekend doing a hey here's another dollar box dive episode at the card show, you'll know why. It's because Gary doesn't have a lot of extra money right now to spend on cards. It does make me want to sell some of the cards that I have that are up in value and or that are, you know, maybe cards I thought, yeah, I want to buy this card because I think long term a Trey Young rookie or a Jokic rookie or a Doncic rookie. I still like those, but I'm like, maybe I don't want to tie up that that money, that capital, that investment for the long term right now. You know, if it's going to be there a year from now around the same price no matter what the player does, that, 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 uh, I don't need that sitting on my shelf, just a slab sitting there. So what I'm looking at is taking an inventory of all my cards. And like a lot of you, I, I'm doing this cause I enjoy it. I love basketball. I enjoy collecting, but if I, if I don't help, sorry, if I don't pl- plan or watch out, I could wind up collecting a lot of stuff when I really just wanted to focus on hometown players like the Cavs or LeBron James, I could wind up collecting 20 different players because I love the NBA and letting those just kind of sit there long-term as if they're like a certificate of deposit or an interest-bearing savings account when when I'd rather have it in money that, you know, is going to, in things that are going to increase month over month or, you know, in a shorter period of time. And, oh my word, my neighbor has a stand-up, like, stuffed animal version of the Grinch in his front yard. It is it is almost Christmas season here in uh, Northeast Ohio. So we're getting some Grinch action. Thought I would give that to you. But yeah, I'm looking at, uh, in the meantime, should I be selling or trading in some of my longer-term investments that aren't aren't really active right now and buying some things like, mm, say, numbered cards or getting some of those cards graded that I've been talking about or looking at wax. And I think we should talk a lot more about wax, unopened boxes of the last three years of Prism and Optic specifically because you can look at certain classes and we're going to do this in a ranking of the rookie classes here. A wonderful question from several of you listeners about what's the best What's the best option as far as buying basketball wax? I'm even thinking of that as a Christmas gift or, you know, because when you buy a 2020 box, uh, you're not just investing in the possibility and excitement of getting LaMelo Ball, but it's also Anthony Edwards and it's also Tyrese Maxey and it's also Cole Anthony. And it's also like, 
there's so many guys that when you open that box or when you hold on to that box and every box that's opened somewhere in the world, the pop count, the numbers of, of sealed wax for that product are constantly going down. So they may not jump as fast as, say, uh, Tyrese Maxi rookie silver in percentage, but they're going to gradually increase in value. I don't want to say no matter what, but it feels like no matter what, especially as we move towards more print runs, more big companies like Fanatics getting involved, all that to say, I am looking to move some of my investments around and Card Ladder Pro helps me see that portfolio. So we're going to talk about that some more during the or after the break and review a bit of the last week in the NBA. And uh, yes, it is great to be back with you. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, let's do a little bit of who's hot and who's not. And I don't mean who had a good game or two good games. So I'm not going to put Taylor Horton Tucker on this list. I'm going to put players where I'm like, that guy is really performing well the last couple weeks. And everybody's taking notice. And sometimes it's because he's stepping up. Other times it's because the team is down a player or two. And so, you know, I had this this past week was unique for me, not looking at every day and thinking about card values every, you know, every time I check a box score, like it got, you can't be that attached to it. But you can come back after a few days and say, wow, Jason Tatum is playing really well again and again and again and again. And I know Jalen Brown is out for a little while, but man, Jason Tatum looks really good. I know Colin Sexton is out for a long time. Looks like a season-ending injury, surgery for Colin Sexton. And Darius Garland was already playing better, but he has stepped it up and is stepping it up, picking up his scoring. And, you know, sometimes when a guy gets injured or is out, like a Ben Simmons or John Wall, we tend to look at, okay, who's replacing that guy in the lineup? When it's even more, you know, appropriate to say, who's, who's going to carry the load? Who's going to be shooting more, getting more points, getting more rebounds, getting more primetime play? James Harden has been fantastic the last couple of weeks in, you know, not just covering up for Kyrie being gone, but just starting to hit his shots and hit his stride. And that's, that's a lot of fun. If you are into James Harden as an investor, uh, it's nice to see him doing well. I also like Tyrese Maxey. You know that. But uh, he had a stretch now where I would say seven or eight games where he's averaging. I need to do the math on my on my little Excel spreadsheet, but I know he's averaging more than 20. It's probably closer to 25 a game. And that is great to see. You, you be the judge. Do you still see deals? 
because it looks like cards are still selling on eBay cheaper than you know what what Tyrese Maxey is going for. Every now and then, somebody's getting a deal, is what I'm saying, on an auction for a Prism parallel card or a not a lot of graded cards of, of Maxey out there, but there's there will be. And you know, there's some players that just are not hot. They're they're not producing. They're not looking good, or they're looking average, and their team is kind of like, eh. You know, I I would say Trey Young, and I would say Luka Doncic. I'm not really sure. You know, maybe he's spoiled us. He's not living up to what he was. He's not playing as well as Jimmy Butler or DeMar DeRozan or Zach Levine or Paul George. You know, we fully expected Luka Doncic and Damian Lillard, for that matter, and Devin Booker, who's having some better nights. But... You know, some players are not hot right now, and, and I'm not looking at them. Zion may be the coldest, you know, and RJ Barrett up and down and up and down, and a guy that I've been drawn to, like Nikhil Alexander Walker, and I'm saying mm, not so much. I still have my attention on Jaron Jackson Jr. I feel like some of these players, it's going to take a few months, and when I say a guy is not hot or not like uh, you know, watching his card values go down right now, that doesn't mean that you can write him off for the entire season. In fact, if you've tracked with the NBA uh, for, for more than a few years, you, you start to look at game logs over the course of a season. And ESPN.com has, you can go into an individual player's account, look at game log, and what they give you is that player's averages for each month of that season. I love that because you can see, especially young players, their progression as their minutes increase, as their percentages, shooting percentages go up, and as their points per game increase. That is really cool to watch. And I do anticipate some players that, that you liked maybe in the offseason or that I bought into and I was high on even guys like Michael Porter Jr. and Kevin Porter Jr. They There's a great chance they'll be playing better in January, February, and March than they are right now. Some guys just have to get into a rhythm and a flow, and it takes a little while. I don't think it should. You know, I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily right because, wow, is Giannis hot. Dude is, dude is on fire. Some guys started the season just on a, on a fantastic trajectory. And there's other guys that they're hot, but I don't know if anybody in the card market is taking notice of what Lonzo Ball is doing lately or what DeJounte Murray is doing at all. Malcolm Brogdon still playing well, filling up the box scores. And, uh, you know, some of these guys, maybe their card values will come along and maybe they won't. But as I've, I've tried to remind myself, look for trends that last over you know, a week or two. Look at teams and players that look like playoff contenders because there may be somebody performing really well on a non-playoff team like Cade Cunningham or like Shea Gilgis-Alexander was. He might be on my not list right now, not playing so well. But some of these guys that are on non-playoff teams, I would say you have a better chance of their cards just being okay during the course of this regular season and then actually going down in the offseason when they don't make the playoffs or when people move their money from basketball cards to baseball or move their money from basketball to football 
or move it from non-playoff players to playoff players. Just remember that those are the big moments. Now, there are guys where I'm like, they're they're having breakout seasons or attention-grabbing seasons in, in years when maybe they've been around the league for quite a while. Spencer Dinwiddie is playing well. His 2014 rookies are still a good deal. DeMar DeRozan, I keep saying that name, but I think his rookie is 2008. Yeah, 2008 or 2009. And if you can get your hands on a decent graded card of his rookies and you believe the Bulls are a playoff deep run team and you believe that he can keep up these 30-point scoring totals, which, yeah, the way they're running the court together, I, I love it. I think a lot of this can be sustainable for the Bulls. So we'll see. They're, they're a fun team to watch right now. Who's hot and who's not? Pay attention. Hero from the... Yes. Friends, in the midst of today's episode, which I believe is all over the map, I, I want to make sure you know you are invited. I would love to have you join Hoops Plus. It's a great way to take that next step, get more content, about the NBA, basketball cards, and investments. To join our Hoops Plus Discord, get more podcast episodes every week, and the chance to win regular prizes at least once a month, right? And I keep saying, and more, and wait, there's more, but that's because there there is more. Uh, I just absolutely love having your support. You guys know I don't do this full-time, but uh, this is a, a way of making, like, justifying it to my wife. And uh, <laughs> and also, like, we pour in a lot of resources and time here at Hoops and Cards. So, yeah, support us. Join the team. You can go to anchor.fm forward slash, what, what is forward? Oh, forward slash hoops and cards forward slash subscribe. And I'll even put the link in our show notes. Guys, don't put this off. This is a great Thanksgiving or Christmas thing to do as the NBA season gets rocking. And uh, we'll get out to some games. But yes, love to have you join us at Hoops Plus. Hey, before I move on to talk about the 2019 rookie class, where I see a lot of opportunities, I'm back at this DougStats.com, and you can click on the last 10 games. You can see the last 10 games, the top 10 scorers in the NBA. Some guys that you wouldn't expect to see there, or at least you haven't before this, like DeMar DeRozan. Well, and they all look like they usually are there, but Jarrett Allen in rebounds, Clint Capella, of course, Christian Wood. You can also look at assists and say DeJounte Murray. You can look at block shots and see Mo Bamba. Is he going to keep all these minutes that he's getting? I like actually going back to the teams, looking at the team log and saying, all right, What's the actual performance, actual averages of the last 10 games? Darius Garland, 20 points a game, 5.7 assists, percentages off the charts, good. I love it. Uh, He's the leading scorer for the Cavs over the last 10 games. And my man, let's look at one that has not been so hot for me. Where are you, Nikhil? Yeah, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Although, um... He's still 15.4 points a game, but it's that 39% from the field, 30% from three, 72 from the line, and only three boards and two assists a game in about 30 minutes. He has got to step it up if he's going to justify even just that starting role, let alone 
my, uh, you know, hopes for him as a breakout candidate. I, I actually expected him to do what Tyrese is already doing in the last 10 games. Tyrese is 21.4 points a game, 54% from the field, 47 from downtown, 85% from the line, and uh, decent numbers all around. Five assists, one steal. Yeah. In fact, if I'm looking at that rookie class from last year and I'm saying, okay, other than LaMelo and Anthony Edwards, I think Tyrese Maxey has, is, at least for me, he's a solid number three in that group with the potential to be number one. He just is. Halliburton's playing more again. That's good. Cole Anthony's been fantastic. Sadiq Bey has been great every other game. Um, Emmanuel Quickly's not getting enough minutes. Desmond Bain not playing as much now, but... James Wiseman, hopefully be back soon. Obi Toppin has some nice nights off the bench. But let me talk to you for a moment about the 2019 rookie class. And the reason I want to feature them, even before we get into, I'm doing a series coming up on ranking the rookie classes, okay? And uh, the 2019 is, for, for a lot of us, those cards, the, the Zion rookie, the Ja Morant, that whole class of rookies, there were so many of them, number one. And then number two, there were so many, that was the year just of the basketball card explosion, right? They came out late 2019, but they're available in all of 2020. And so listen to this list of guys who aren't even in the top 10, but yet I bet you've been excited about one or more of these names in the last few months. Cam Reddish, Cam Johnson, Kobe White, PJ Washington, Darius Basley, or is it Baisley? Hmm. Daniel Gafford, he's back and in full effect. Taylor Horton Tucker, Terrence Mann, where have you been, man? Grant Williams, playing a lot more for Boston. And Rui Hachimura. Those are the guys that didn't even make my top 10 for that class. And a lot of them are still 19, 20, 21 years old with uh, big upsides. I mean, when I think of Cam Reddish, Kobe White, Darius Baisley, these guys are young dudes. But listen to the top 10 players in the class. And uh, if I did a countdown, I, I don't want to do a countdown. That'll spoil the, the episodes I've got coming in the future. But here they are. DeAndre Hunter, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Kevin Porter Jr. As that three guys that are underperforming, but they're still high expectations. Keldon Johnson. Now, now it gets better. Now you might want to adjust the volume on your podcast. You might want to like... Go from fast 2x speed to 1x, which is just regular speed. 1.0x, so that you can hear me enunciate these names. These six are still guys to watch, big names. Jordan Poole. Guys, even if Steph's playing, sometimes Jordan outscores him. Jordan Poole. Tyler Hero. Still doing it. Is he the favorite for sixth man of the year? So far, maybe. I don't know who else would be. Darius Garland, uh-huh. If, if he continues to, to shine and fill in, not only for the good stuff they already expected from him, but for some of the Colin Sexton stuff, we could be talking about Darius Garland, the all-star. Because you're not talking about Kyrie Irving, the all-star. You're not talking about Kyle Lowry, the all-star. There's a lot of players in the East right now that people thought would be better than they are, especially at the guard position. When you've got some awesome young dudes like Tyrese Maxey and Darius Garland. But what about these final three? R.J. Barrett, Zion Williamson, and Ja Morant. Those are some heavy hitters. 
And that's one of the reasons I, I would say when you're at a card show, lots of people have the uh, 2019 rookies, 2019 prisms, boxes that you can go through. These these players will be in the dollar box. A lot of them, like I mentioned, in fact, if I'm there this weekend, I would anticipate these guys being dollar box deals. Everybody from Cam Reddish, Cam Johnson, P.J. Washington, Kobe White, Don Russ, Mosaic, Prism Base, Cheap, Darius Baisley, Daniel Gafford, Taylor Horton Tucker, Terrence Mann, Grant Williams, Rui Hachimura, and some of these guys even now that are underperforming, Keldon Johnson, Kevin Porter Jr., Nikhil, DeAndre. Uh, here's the thing. Why am I even going over this? Probably because I'm budget man, right? Building your collection, your investments, leveling up by buying guys when they're down, buying guys when they're cheap. We have some players early on in the season, some of these are still injured, like Zion, that may be a great buying opportunity right now. Uh, if you have these cards, I would just say hold on to them. Hold on. we got to remember, um, these are these are 19, 20, 21-year-old guys that... Um, you know, when I describe players who might play better in February, March, and April, that's who I'm thinking of. Young legs that just are playing themselves into shape and proving what they can do. Some of them, like Daniel Gafford, shining, you know, having a great, great night, 20 points. And he's a, he's a good shot blocker and rebounder. Cam Johnson the other night did fantastic. Um, that's a great class. If I'm wanting to invest in a blaster box or a hobby box of mosaic, optic or prism or even select that's a great year to do it and the, the other thing too is i would say on any of these guys right now um lots of question marks tons of potential who who do you think would be a solid investment short and long term from that 2019 class because friends i'm only seeing a lot of these guys are very risky. Even Keldon Johnson, Kevin Porter Jr. You know, the guys that look really solid long-term to me right now are John Morant, Darius Garland. You knew that. Tyler Hero. I really want to say RJ Barrett. And I really want to say Jordan Poole. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Lots of good question marks. I do expect that some others in this class that are down right now are going to be up. And that's why I'm saying if you buy wax or if you invest in a lot of these guys while they're cheap and just hang on and see what happens. There are other obscure rookies from those years like Jalen McDaniels, Jalen Noel. I already had Grant Williams on here. Dylan Windler even for the Cavs. There's a lot of lesser known rookies. I don't check. Maybe they just put more rookies in the 2020 cards and sets because they knew, they knew we'd all jump in and uh, want to be prospecting. So that's all I have to say about the rookie classes there. Um, you know, I, I think one of the things I would want to encourage you on in this episode is if you have spent or if you went through September and October and early November and that was buying season and right now you're like, okay, not only do I not have as much money to spend, but some of my things I've bought are going down. I, I would want to know why. Why are those things going down? And some of it is just, hey, it's still football season. 
Some of it might be that players not doing as well as I had hoped. Others, it's just we haven't seen new product come out with their pro uniforms. And when that happens again, there's going to be more interest in the NBA and basketball cards. It's just kind of weird that, that you know, we're almost a month into the season or what is it, three, four weeks into the season, and there's no new products out. So Mosaic should be soon. But even that is uh, with, you know, the LaMelo Anthony Edwards rookies. So, yeah. I'm looking that in the in the next few months there are going to be some bump ups, but uh, oh, it's it's sometimes it's hard to wait, isn't it? One, two, three. Well, so last week I was in Alabama, and I figured it'd be appropriate to end this episode with that song. As fun as it was to be away and and to have a good break in some warmer weather, guys, I really missed basketball cards, hoops and cards, missed talking with you. So I'm back in effect and excited for this week and the card show. I hope you're doing well. Like, send me a note at hoops and cards on Instagram or hoops and cards podcast at gmail.com. Would love to hear about your latest deals, your questions. You notice we didn't do a listener feedback this episode, but I want to do one here in the next couple and hear your thoughts, your questions, your insights on how things are going. I never want to be the only voice in this community. I just want to be, I don't know. I don't really know what I want to be when I grow up. I want to be hoops and cards with you. And so let's keep building it. Send me your thoughts, message me questions and ideas. Uh, I love the interaction. This is uh, the best part of basketball cards. Investing and collecting is the chance to encourage each other and push each other and share ideas and brainstorm together and and make money and collect players that we love following the NBA. So it's been awesome to be with you. Again, don't hesitate. Jump in and get Hoops Plus. That would be anchor.fm forward slash hoops and cards forward slash subscribe get into it love to have you take that next step meanwhile hey hope you have an awesome week and may all of your draft picks and rookies be as good as tyrese maxi was last week you know what i'm saying yeah i'm not like country guy but i blasted this song in my truck it was a rental truck Okay, maybe it was a minivan, because that's all they had left. But I'm home from Alabama. I'm back with you guys. Hoops and cards. Have an awesome week. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Middleton, Giannis downhill, slams it home! And the Bucks lead by three. Hold on to your butts.